Hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast. I'm Matt Julia. I'm Mindong. Four weeks until March Madness tips off. Four weeks. Happy to be back for another episode today. Apologies, you could not get one out this past weekend, but do not worry. We were watching. We were looking at all the stuff that's going on. Week 16, believe it or not. Uh, it's been a long time coming, and that's about four months of college basketball. And we're getting down to the end of things, which is sad, but um, it is what it is with every year. Every year comes and goes, as it, as it always does. But um, good to be back. Another pullout from yesterday. A couple of good games yesterday as well. Today's a pretty solid slate, so without further ado, let's get into the episode. Yeah, let's just start off with the poll. Week 16 of the poll, it is kind of crazy that time has flown by. I mean, 16 weeks already is crazy. And the poll is a lot different than it was week one, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Starting with the number one team by unanimous decision. All 62 voters decided to put this team as the number one team. That would be none other than the Connecticut Huskies, the number one team, once again. Number two, we have a new team at the number two spot. That would be Houston. Houston, sorry. And rounding at the top three, Purdue. Four, Arizona. And rounding at the top five is Tennessee. Six, Iowa State, seven, Marquette, eight, Duke, nine, Kansas, 10, UNC, 11, Baylor, 12, Illinois, 13, Alabama, 14, Auburn, 15, Creighton, 16, Dayton, 17, Kentucky, 18, St. Mary's, 19, San Diego State, 20, South Carolina. We have a new team making its debut week, week 16 of the poll. That would be Washington State debuting at 21. Welcome to the top 25, Washington State. 22, welcome back to the top 25, Colorado State. 23, welcome back to the top 25, Texas Tech. 24, welcome to the top 25, Florida. And at 25, BYU. The drops, Wisconsin, Virginia, Indiana State, FAU, Oklahoma. The next five winning in line, 26, Virginia. 27, Gonzaga, 28, Wisconsin, 29, Michigan State, 30, TCU. What are your thoughts? Perfect timing. I just lagged out of the Zoom completely, but um, perfect timing. Um, no one needs to know that. But, um, yeah, this poll's great. I can't lie. I can't lie. I mean, it's like you said, a lot different than it was preseason poll. I mean, there's definitely a lot of teams moving in, moving out. And that's the beauty of the sport. I mean, there's, I mean, yeah, UConn, obviously they won it last year and they're looking like top dogs for sure. But um, there's a lot of other teams that are making some noise uh, that really haven't made noise in the past couple of years. I mean, South Carolina still in here. I know they lost this weekend, but, hey, they're still in here. The Rams back in here. I love to see that as well as Texas Tech and Florida making a huge push. And uh, I'm actually going to Florida this weekend for rugby, so – very excited to check out that campus. Um, who knows? I mean, I, I probably won't be able to catch a game, but, like, hopefully there's a home game so the atmosphere in Florida is bumping. So I'm very excited for that. But um, shout-out to Iowa State, man. Top six. I mean, I know they lost yesterday to uh, Houston, but uh, they held their own, and um, i love to see that for Iowa a State. Excuse me. But, um, yeah, it's another great poll. But as we always say, another week for teams to earn their spot. Because uh, no team's really safe. And um, big shout out to Alabama. A really big turnaround for Alabama. They had a really big lull earlier this year, and they're really climbing back up to where we expect them to be. 
And Wazoo State, man, wow, I'm very impressed with them. Uh, two Pac-12 teams fighting for a spot, and Washington State has definitely solidified themselves as a probably a tournament lock at this point uh, with only a couple weeks left to go in the season. But, um, yeah, cannot complain. Very good stuff going on with all these teams. Yeah, like you mentioned, in Indiana State, who made their debut last, My, that last week, awful week to be Indiana State. All their at-large hopes, yep. all gone. They're going to have to win the, the arch madness to, to make it to the tournament. As for their rivals, Drake, they have a chance at an at-large if they just run the table. I mean, Drake is, has solid metrics throughout the whole season. So I'm excited to see what happens in the Missouri Valley Conference and obviously Arch Madness because that is one of the best tournaments of the year. But do we have anything else to cover before we go on to the slate? Um, Bubble teams, I'd like to cover those as they're always changing, as you know. But um, last four buys, New Mexico, Nebraska, Texas A&M, Nevada. Last four in. Butler, they're still in here somehow. Gonzaga, Seton Hall, Ole Miss. First four out, Providence, Utah, Wake Forest, and Cincinnati. And next four, Colorado, Villanova, St. John's, and Pitt. Your thoughts? Yeah, man. It's just a bunch of super mid Big East teams that are covering the bubble right now. I mean, the last four in, like you mentioned, Butler, Gonzaga, Seton Hall, and Ole Miss. I mean, Gonzaga, I feel like, is the last four team in. I mean, I would rather, like, I'm a Gonzaga hater, but I would rather Gonzaga over Seton Hall, Butler, Ole Miss, yada, yada, yada. First four out, this, I mean, all these teams are just, like, mid. I mean, Pitt, I, I see them going on a late-season tear. I think Cincy should sneak in just because they play in the Big 12. I mean, I'd take Cincy and Pitt over all these Big East teams if I had to choose. If I was in this committee, I would I would choose Cincy over Seton Hall and Butler and Ole Miss. I mean, Ole Miss played a light schedule, and now they're getting killed in the SEC play. I mean, that I have no no further comment. Fair enough. And quickly, want to do some conference breakdowns. A Sun, it's EKU leading by a game over Seton, or excuse me, over Stetson. Uh, America East, Vermont is running away with it. Your thoughts on Bryant? Yeah, tough Down. loss. Tough loss to UMass. <laughs> tough loss to UMass Lowell. We are now in solo seconds, still two games behind UMass Lowell, one game behind us, but we do have a tough schedule. I mean, UMass Lowell and Vermont, both away games this week. That's that's as hard as it gets in the oh. East. And if we go one and one, we'll, we'll at least be the two seed. So I'm hoping we go one and one. But obviously, right. I'd like to be two and all. Oh, I want to be the one seed. In, we want to be the one seed in America East. Very true. American, it's South Florida, man. They're probably the team of the week for me. Uh, took down FAU this this Sunday. And they're 12 and one in American play, which is phenomenal for this team that really made a really big turnaround. I'm very impressed with South Florida, currently on an 11-game win streak. Uh, Charlotte is right behind them, one game back, and SMU and FAU behind them. A-10, it is a two-way tie between Dayton and, you guessed it, Loyola Chicago. 
How about them? The Ramblers doing some very good stuff right now, sitting at 11 and two. Your thoughts on the Ramblers? Yeah, phenomenal season that Drew Valentine has had. I mean, they're going from worst to first currently, and they actually just secured a couple four star commits uh, mm-hmm. recently, just pe- this past weekend as well. So good stuff going there. Probably, no, I want to say. I was going to say probably the best school in Chicago that got Northwestern existed. Yeah. I mean, they're up there, but, yeah, I wouldn't put them first, in my opinion. But, hey, they're still doing very good. Shout out to them. Uh, Amer- uh, ACC, excuse me, UNC 12-3, and Duke a half game behind them, and Virginia uh, just lost, actually, to uh, VT. VT smoked them, which was very impressive stuff. But, um. Yeah, we move. Big 12, it is Houston, currently a 10-3. and three. Iowa State, a game behind them, and Baylor, a game and a half behind them. UConn running away with this Big East at 14-1. and one. Marquette and Creighton and Seton Hall right behind them. Big Sky, Eastern Washington, 11-2. and two. Shout out to them. Uh, Big South, it is a two-way tie between High Point. Are you impressed with High Point? And UNC Asheville, both 11-2. What are your thoughts on High Point this year? I mean – I'm expecting this. I mean, they got a new coach. They got a lot of good high major transfers. And, like, you can see the results of that roster. I mean, on paper, that roster is probably, in my opinion, top three, just in terms of just talent. You good there, bud? Um, sorry. Oh, was I was I not muted? No, you were not muted. My roommate, my roommate got a little birthday package, and no one was at the door, so I had to go get it. But um, yeah, happy birthday to my roommate. Um, but yeah, high point, very impressive stuff. UNC Asheville, I think they're still the favorite come to this Big South tournament. But yeah, uh, Big Ten, it's Purdue leading by a game and a half over Illinois, Wisconsin, Northwestern, Michigan State up there in the race. Uh, shout out to Minnesota. Currently leading and uh, against the spread. Uh, you showed me that stat the other day. Uh, they are currently, what, the best record ever against ever. the spread? On pace, that yeah. Too bad they still suck. That's very know. impressive. Good team <laughs> win, great <laughs> team cover. That's the truth, absolutely. Uh, Big West, it is UC Irvine, uh, currently at 12-2. and two, And uh, San Diego, UC San Diego, one game back. Very impressive stuff. Your favorite team, the Groucho's, uh, very disappointing year for them. Uh, There's currently seven and eight in Big East, uh, excuse me, Big West play. Uh, Colonial, Charleston, back where they belong. They're looking really good. UNC Wilmington and Drexel, the game behind them. Conference USA, two-way tie between Sam Houston State and Louisiana Tech. Horizon League is Oakland and Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay is a game, a half a game behind Oakland. Shout out to Oakland. Really good stuff and a pretty good major conference. We got a battle in the Ivy between Yale and Cornell and Princeton. Princeton's a game behind Yale and Cornell. Shout out to Cornell. 19 and 4 in the year. Very impressive stuff with this Cornell team. Um, MAAC, it is Quinnipiac, a game and a half over Niagara and Fairfield. Akron currently leading the MAC by a game over Toledo. And Central Michigan still up here. Uh, very impressive stuff with that team. Uh, not who we expected to be at the top of this MAC. Uh, come week 16 of the season. 
M-E-A-C. It is North Fork State, as we expected. Two games up on a couple Every teams. Year, MVC, it is Drake and Indiana State, like you said earlier. Very big battle there. Drake 14-0 at home. Yeah, Drake 14-0 at home. And uh, this MVC, really, really still competitive. I mean, there's a lot of teams that are above 500 at this point in the year. Mountain West, it's a battle. It is a bloodbath, as we've said plenty of times before. And it's currently San Diego State and Utah State at nine and four. Boise State a game and a, a half a game back, and the Rams and the Lobos are one game, and Nevada a game and a half, as well as UNLV. NEC is Merrimack a game and a half over Central Connecticut. Are you surprised at Central Connecticut being second in the Northeast right now? I am, but at the same time, the NEC is probably the worst conference in college basketball. I mean, it's a, it's a. It's a conference that, yeah, Merrimack should win every year, and the other eight teams are just there. Is Merrimack eligible this year? They are eligible this year. This is their first year being eligible. So I'm excited That's to see huge. what they do in the NEC tournament. Me too. Shout out to Merrimack. Um, OVC, it is Moorhead State, back where they belong, currently up a game over Little Rock and UT Martin and Western Illinois, which was – Probably not expected to come. It's week 16 in the OVC, but the OVC is, has lost a lot of very good teams. Back 12, it is Arizona, a half a game up on Washington State. Patriot League, Colgate running away with this thing, as we probably yeah. expected. SEC, uh, hey, Bama. I already interrupt you. Sorry. Well, shout I, out. I know, you're good. Yeah. Shout out to Colgate, the first team this year to clinch their league title. If they were the first yeah. team last year to clinch their league title. Yeah. So two years in a row, that's just a testament to Billy Langle. Get him a better job, man. He's, yep. he's been due for a better job for five okay. years now. I mean, Colgate's one of the toughest places to coach in basketball. And just the past seven years, he's done a phenomenal job. Definitely agree. SEC, Bama, a game up on Tennessee. And right behind them is Auburn and South Carolina. Missouri 0-12, very sad stuff. Uh, SOCON, excuse me. Sanford, currently two games up on Chattanooga and UNC Greensboro. Southland, it's McNeese State running away with this thing. Uh, SWAC is a tie between Grambling and Southern. Summit League is North Dakota, currently a half a game up on the Jackrabbits, which is unexpected territory for the Jackrabbits in recent history. Uh, Sunbelt. It is App State still killing it at uh, 22 and 5 now on the year. Troy and James Madison, the game behind them. West Coast Conference, still St. Mary's, up two games on Gonzaga and San Fran. Huge game for the uh, Gales later today. We'll get to in a minute. And finally, the whack. It is Grand Canyon running away with this thing at 14 and 1. Grand Canyon always a threat come March Madness. But yeah, love these conferences. A lot of good stuff. A lot of conferences left to be played for still for these conference tournaments coming up very, very soon. For sure. And just to mention, just a reminder that just because you win the regular season title does not mean anything anymore. The NIT is a whole different format this year. So all these teams that win the regular season titles just because they don't win the tournament, the conference tournaments doesn't mean they're going to get an NIT bid. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And do we mention Purdue? Did we mention Purdue already or no? What about them? Yesterday? Or Sunday? They lost? 
Purdue did lose. Purdue oh, yeah, was let's human. cover the breaking news before that event happened. It's Ohio State head coach Chris Holtman getting um, fired. And just, just a moment because I need to pull up his stats. But what are your thoughts on the Chris Holtman firing for Ohio State? Yeah, I mean, I, I expected it coming. I mean, Ohio State was in a lull this year. I mean, they're currently 15 and 11, which is unlike Ohio State in recent history. But, uh, I mean, it's always the new interim coach first game. It, it's it's always crazy like, like that. Ohio State did beat number two Purdue when they were number two uh, at home, 73-69. And uh, it just shows that, I mean, yeah, Holtman's, Holtman was a great coach, but – yeah, it's definitely time for a change. So um, they got a big decision coming this offseason on who they bring in because there's a lot of good candidates in that realm. For sure. And uh, Holtman ends his tenure. Four NCAA tournaments, 137 wins, 85 losses. And in conference play, 67 wins and 64 losses. Uh, like I mentioned, four tournament Four, four NCAA tournaments, only three and four in those four tournaments. So he has never reached this, uh, the Sweet 16 with Ohio State. Would have made a fifth one if it wasn't for COVID, but last year was a very rough year for them, and this year is another very rough year for them for now. Uh, but any potential candidates you see? Hmm. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, you put Will Wade in that conversation, probably. I heard I heard Greg McDermott's name spewing around there for Ohio State. I don't know if you like that or not, but those are just two guys that come to mind right now. Yeah, I agree with you, honestly. I mean, Greg McDermott might be like Thor and Creighton, but, well, that doesn't matter. But let's just go to the slate. I mean, pretty good slate. These next or this week, let's start off at six thirty with two bubble teams in the Big East. Villanova hosting Butler. Who you got? Yeah, home game in the Big East. I'm taking Villanova in this game. I am as well. Seven. We got an SEC matchup. Like I said, Ole Miss has not won a game in an SEC play yet this year. Um, they're looking to get their first, but they got a tough matchup against number five Tennessee. Who do you got? I got Tennessee by a lot. I do too. Ole Miss, I mean, not Ole Miss. Missouri, tough year. That's all. So. And we'll go to 7 o'clock again. We'll go Michigan State hosting Iowa. Who you got in that one? Give me Sparty. This team is uh, back. I mean, they're not fully back, but they are really making a big climb towards March. You know what March is for Izzo. It's his month. So I got Sparty winning this game. Totally agree. I got Sparty. Let's go down to... Seven o'clock, or we're staying at seven. Mac, top two teams. It's Akron and Toledo. Toledo has home court advantage. Do you think they capitalize in uh, even the number one spot for the Mac? I do not. I think I think Akron takes this one. I think they have too much firepower uh, for Toledo. I agree. And Rike Freeman, probably the player of the year. He's a phenomenal player. Love watching him play. For sure. And next up, the game of the night. We got number 15, Creighton, hosting number one, UConn, 8.30. Who you have on that one? Yeah, spread's only two and a half for UConn. And uh, 
Ah, it's it's going to be a great game. Um, definitely going to look forward to this one. <laughs> I want to take Creighton, but I don't know if I can trust them. Uh, I'll take them, though. I think they can maybe pull off a big upset and uh, make their season back on track. I'm going UConn here, unfortunately. I think – Wow. That's yeah, not I like know, you. I know, I know. And I think Creighton's depth is just so bad that UConn mm. will have – I mean, McDermott's going to play all five of his starters with the exception of Mason Miller for probably all 40 minutes. I mean, they play six guys. They, they will play – like Creighton will play a six-man rotation, like – and I just know they're gonna be gassed, especially the way UConn plays basketball. So just I'm I'm going UConn. You know I want Creighton to win, but I logically I'm yeah. going with UConn here. Fair enough, fair enough. And nine o'clock, we get a Big Twelve matchup. It is number eleven Baylor going to Provo to take on number twenty-five BYU. What do you got? I'm gonna go with the home team in the Big Twelve. I'm going BYU here. Yeah, I will as well. BYU. Solid team, only 500 in these, uh, excuse me, Big 12 play, but that gets it done. Yeah, and we have a, we have a Mountain West matchup. Two tournament locks. Utah State hosting number 19, San Diego State. Who do you have in that one? Yeah, give me the Aggies at home. This should be a very entertaining game, and glad it's on CBS. Uh, definitely tune into this one if you love the Mountain West as much as we do. I agree. Give me, give me Utah State as well. And all of a sudden, Utah State is becoming a perennial tournament team. I mean, they did it with Craig Smith five years ago. They did it with Ryan Odom. And now Danny Springles here. And they're still making the tournament. So Utah State could be a destination for coaches to, to go to and just stay at, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just keeping it at nine. Big 12 matchup once again. It is TCU taking on number 23, Texas Tech in Lubbock. What do you got? You know I love both these programs. I'm going Texas Tech. Yeah, I am too. But I think TCU will probably be in the tournament, even if they do lose. Yep. In a bubble matchup here, we got Wake Forest hosting Pitt. Much needed win for both these two programs here. Who do you think comes out of it? Yeah, huge game for both sides. Um I'm going to take the home team in Wake Forest, uh, but I do think Pitt can make some noise and keep this game a very entertaining one. But uh, Steve Forbes has done a really good job at Wake Forest. I'm going to take him. I'm going to take Pitt here. Blake Henson's been playing out of his absolute mind. He is my player of the week, at least last week. But yeah. Pitt has won at Duke. Pitt's won at Duke. Pitt's won at Virginia. I think they win at Wake Forest. Yeah, very good win under their belt in terms of March Madness qualifications for sure and final game of today's slate 11 p.m you called you you talked about this one a while ago but it is number 18 st mary's hosting san francisco i went for the gales it's a huge step for them to be the number one seed in this west coast conference tournament do you have them winning of course i have them winning no one is beating the gales no one is beating the gales are running the table in the west coast conference they're getting the one seed i've been saying this for three years I and Finally, it's going to happen. They're going to win this conference outright. They're a lock for the tournament. I mean, this is a fun team to to bust brackets next year. I had them busting brackets last year. How'd that go? Awful. They're busting brackets this year. I'm calling it now. Yeah, I got the Gales as well winning this game. We now go to Wednesday, 6.30. 
Penn State hosting number 12, Illinois. Who do you have in that one? I got Illinois. Penn State's been a very disappointing team this year, considering what they did last year. They, they need Andrew Funk back. Uh, they also lost their head coach, but that's besides the point. Yeah, yeah that's Illinois here. <laughs> True. Uh, 7 p.m., we got a good ACC matchup. It is number eight, Duke. Shout out to Jared McCain. Most ever points for a freshman in Duke uniform, which is uh, – a very good achievement. I know he's a TikTok kid, but um, he's doing a lot of great stuff on the court and uh, definitely helping his stock in the draft for sure. They go to Cor- uh, Coral Gables to take on Miami. What do you got winning this game? I'm picking the upset here. I think Miami gets back in the bubble picture mm. with this win. Mm. I don't I hate that. They're talented enough, but they just haven't. They, are. they haven't played well this year, and I think. This is the game that brings them back in the bubble conversation. Yeah, don't hate that play at all. I'm going to take Duke, though, but I do think the Miami keeps us a close one. And next up, we'll go to – we'll stay at seven. We got a better matchup. 13, Bama hosting number 24, Florida. Who you got in that one? Yeah, give me the uh, Gators. I think the Gators are rolling right now, and I think they keep it going. I'm going to disagree. I mean – I'm going with the home team in the SEC. I'm going Bama. I mean, I don't like yeah. Bama. I'm not a Bama guy, but, you know, I'll, I'll pick the home team here. Yeah, Nate Oates has done a he's, – he's phenomenal. He's done a really good job turning this team back to where we expect them to be this year. Uh, keep it at seven, though. A-10 matchup. Crucial one for Dayton, number 16, as they go to uh, George Mason, a team who started off the season really, really good but uh, came back to their life. In the A-10, currently 500. Uh, who do you got winning this game? I'm going Dayton here by a lot. Yeah, me too. And we will go down to 8 o'clock. Two bubble teams in the Big East once again face each other. That will be Xavier hosting Providence. Who do you have in that one? Yeah, Providence needs this win. Xavier's chances are probably slim to none now. I think Providence does get it done on the road. That would be a really big win for them. I do think they get it done. Yeah, and what's mind-blowing is this is a quad one opportunity for both teams. I mean, both these teams have had very, very mid-seasons, but the fact that they're still graded out nicely in the metrics is 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 kind of mind-blowing to me. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going with – I'm going to go with Providence here. Agreed. Bubble opportunity here for Nebraska. Quad one win under their – or I think this should be a quad one win. They go to Indiana to take on uh, Hoosiers team who is very underwhelming this year. And Nebraska gets it done. I do not. Nebraska cannot win on the road. And I think that will continue in perhaps one of the best home court advantages in all of college basketball. Yeah. I do think they get it done, though. Um, I think it'll be a very close game, but I do think Nebraska wins. Yep. And we do need a point count for this one. It's number seven, Marquette, hosting the Paul. (laughs) Oh, man. This is going to be a bloodbath. Um, I got Marquette by 31. I got Marquette by 13. No, that won't happen. I don't believe that happened. Um, Yeah, that's not happening. Tickets are as low as $2. You want to go? Yeah, let's just fly out to Milwaukee. Yeah, sure. 
Uh, 9 o'clock, we got uh, number 17, Kentucky, going to LSU to take on the Tigers. LSU staying a lot at 500, basically. Kentucky has been on a little slump. Didn't they uh, bounce back in Baton Rouge? Yeah, I do. Against LSU, I do. Agreed. I also have them. And we got a we got another bubble matchup. We got Ole Miss, who was on the bubble, and Mississippi. They're traveling and facing Mississippi State, who is firmly in the tournament picture as a nine seed right now. But obviously a rivalry in-state matchup. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, Mississippi State is actually down to a 10 seed, uh, according to the bracketology. But um, I do think this is a big win for them if they get it done. Rivalry game at home, I am going to take Mississippi State to win this game. As in my, I like Mississippi State a lot. Agreed. And final game for Wednesday, it's a huge one. It's a Mountain West bloodbath. It's number 22, Colorado State. Going to the pit, which is not a good place to play, as we all know, against New Mexico. Who do you got? Yeah, it's in the pit. Give me New Mexico here. I mean, hmm. are they close to being ranked or not? No, they're not. But I think, I think they're winning this game. I think... This gets them firmly in the tournament. No worries. No more worries for New Mexico. This win will get them in the tournament. Yeah, I would agree. And I am going to pick them to keep the Mountain West six bed alive. Yep. And we will now go to Thursday, uh, starting at 7 o'clock. Number three, Purdue, hosting Rutgers, who is all of a sudden making a big run at this tournament thing. Uh, now that with Jeremiah Williams, Eligible. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, Purdue won't lose two in a row. I do have them winning, but Rutgers can keep this a close one. I'm going with Rutgers here pulling off the upset. I remember yeah. doing this last year, and I was right. I'm going to do it again. All righty. Fair enough. Uh, we'll go down to – where are we going to go? Um, Jeez. Not a lot of games for Thursday. Um, I guess there's one more game I see. Actually, no. Do you see another game for Thursday? I don't really see one that catches my eye. I do, and I'm going to say it. The top yeah. two teams, or two of the top teams in the OVC, Western Illinois hosting Moorhead State. Who do you have in that one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll take I'll take Moorhead State on the road. I mean – I think they're the favorites to win this conference now. And a uh, road win will just solidify that a little bit more. Morehead State's been been uh been good for a long time. And uh I'm taking Morehead State here. I keep forgetting the head coach's name there. It's Preston something. Preston something. But I don't know what his last name is. But he deserves a head coaching job, too, a, a, a power five head coaching job. Preston Sprodlin. Yes, Preston Sprodlin. Yep. Yes. And final game, I missed this game completely. 11 o'clock, Pac-12, huge matchup. Number 21, Washington State, going to Tucson to take on number four, Arizona. Any chance the Cougars can uh, win this game? The Cougars have been very impressive this season. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it was it's actually pretty interesting. I have a story time. Um, so obviously I coach AAU and we hired this new guy, right? 
And it turns out he went to Columbia for his undergrad, and he was a manager on their basketball team. Their head coach at the time, Kyle Smith. Where is he the head coach now? Washington State. So it's pretty cool to see that connection. That I know a guy that worked for Kyle Smith. That that's pretty cool to me. But and he's having a terrific year, and he's definitely got off the hot seat now. I mean, his seat was burning now before the year started, and now it's it's definitely cooled down a bit. He's definitely gonna get a little one year, two year extension. Uh, just just knowing the 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 market of college basketball and ADs and all that good stuff, but no chance they beat Arizona. Um, no chance. Yeah, it's a slim chance, but they could get it done, but probably not. I'm also going to take Arizona. Yeah. Hopefully we see you Friday, huh? Yeah, big weekend once again for Friday. Um, I might have to do one. In the hotel in Gainesville, but uh, I will bring my computer just in case we need to do one. But, um, yeah, looking forward to this week and another big weekend coming up on Friday. We'll cover that as we get there. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy these uh, last couple weeks of regular season play because uh, I know it's a long season, but never take these games for granted. I mean, there's always a lot of stellar games in college basketball, which is the beauty of the sport. And uh, I believe next week or the week after, uh, probably next week, we'll start with our bracket challenge. I mean, it's coming up very, very soon. And uh, got to get the word out. And uh, expecting very high numbers this year. Once again, for our bracket challenge, looking forward to seeing who wins it all this year. And uh, we're going to try and get someone on the podcast if they win, if they would like to come on. We haven't really had that opportunity yet, but uh, we would love the winner to come on here and give their thoughts about why they picked these teams and what their logic was. Because I mean, let's be honest, there's no real logic behind these picks. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you, but we have offered all our past winners an opportunity to come on, but they never accept it. So I hope (laughs) someone that wins this challenge is more than happy enough to come on and tell us why they pick X's X and Y and Z. And obviously, we have had one person come on, uh, a winner come on, and that guy owns 50% of this podcast. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, that's the beauty of uh, that's the beauty of March Madness, man. You never really know. And that wasn't even my main bracket. Because uh, I picked Texas in my main bracket, as always. Why? Will I be doing that this year? No, you heard it here first. I'm not picking Texas. You heard it here first. Um, but is te- Texas probably isn't gonna is Texas well, gonna even make the tournament? They're eight seed now. They they've so. they've they've strung together a couple great wins and they're an eight seed on uh, Yeah, they and are. That's just the beauty of the Big Twelve. If since he did that, they'd be an eight. I'm not picking them though. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you heard it here first. I will not be picking Texas. I I'll pick them to win maybe a one seed upset if they are an eight seed. But I'm not picking the one at all. I can't. I can't do it. It's been too long. I can't do it. You heard it here first. I'm sorry, but I can't. Um, but yeah, I mean that is all we got for today's episode. Once again, great week in store. So definitely tune into some games if you can. But we'll be back on Friday to cover some more madness and the big weekend slate as usual. But um, any uh, closing thoughts from you? No closing thoughts from me. Alrighty.
So without further ado, that is all we got for today's episode. Once again, if you are new, please, please tune in to watch. Uh, we'd love a lot more viewers and insights on your opinions. If you'd like to follow us, Instagram and Twitter, at the RTM underscore podcast. Also on LinkedIn, if you'd like to give us a little follow, trying to build that up as well. TikTok, Facebook, we got it all. If you want to watch Spotify, Amazon, Google, Apple, you name it, we're there. The Road to Madness podcast, you'll find us. It's not that hard. But, um, yeah, appreciate all of you for listening today. We'll be back on Friday, but um, that is all we got for today's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, it's always March, baby. It's always March, baby. Thank you guys for tuning in.